When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, college football fans. Welcome back to another edition of Urban's Take with Tim May. But this is featuring three-time national championship winner, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer, welcome back to Urban's Take. <laughs> Thanks, Tim May. Good to be with you. Hey, where are you guys going to be this week? Uh, big noon kickoff before we get started here. I mean, uh, <clears throat> that's some must-watch television. Yeah, we were set to go to Oklahoma, and they are struggling a little bit. So we uh, uh, adapted, and we're headed to TCU, and they're having a great year. Max Dugan is a quarterback, and uh, Sonny Dykes is, I mean, you can't, you, you really, it's important to see a dream season like this, so we're headed down there. Yeah, I was going to say, they're one of the top four teams in the country in total offense, and they're kind of like those one of those teams that just finds a way to win, right? I mean, uh, that's kind of been their mantra this, this year. Yeah, their defense is just okay, but offense and the quarterback, you know, people compare him to like a Tim Tebow type or JT Barrett, just a winner, just a guy that's going to find a way to win the game, whether it be run or pass. And well, they have one of the top, arguably, I, I don't think he's a top. I think Marvin Harrison Jr. is, but uh, one of the top receivers in America. Good skill. Uh, but they, you know, we, we understand TCU, just the campus, everything's alive and look forward to having us down there. Yeah, the last time I was there was I covered the, uh, I think it was the 1976 uh, I think it was 1976, Texas High School All-Star football game. Billy Sims played in it. Uh, all these great players that went on to Texas or Oklahoma. It was crazy, man. They've, they've redone that stadium since then, but it's it's actually a cool place to go. Yeah, you just dated yourself there, yeah. brother. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Billy Sims High School. That's Hooks, Texas, baby. You had to be there. The guy kept calling him Billy Hooks from Sims, Texas, but that's that's another that's another problem. That's probably about, wrong about the year you were born, but uh, I digress. Hey, your impression of the uh, first college football playoff top four, did they get it right? Yeah, I, I used to look at that all the time and you just want to be in the top four. But I think, you know, I've watched Tennessee because I'm going to do a little special on them this week. They are really good. They're great. They're not good. How that happened so fast underneath that coach. And, you know, the other coach got in so much trouble for all the recruiting violations. Uh you know, some people say, well, that's one of the reasons we're so good. They have all those great recruits. But they are fast, long, athletic receivers, good running back. I, I'm really impressed with their offensive line and the quarterback, Hooker, yeah, yeah. is, you know, Sim and CJ for the Heisman. So, yeah, uh, I think they got it right. I think Ohio State with a big win, and, and it was a big win, great win. You, you come back from uh, being down in the fourth quarter in that tough environment. The one thing I think the Wolverines should have been in there. You know, I, I think they are. I think they're the number four team in the country, but they take care of business during the playoff. Yeah, and I was gonna say it just seems like there's something missing with Clemson this year. For you know, just but they keep winning, right? I mean, that's that is the key. I mean, you figured it out a long time ago. I mean, you you keep winning and keep swinging. You win a you win a a conference championship like Clemson has a shot at doing, obviously, like Ohio State and Michigan do. It'll take care of itself, just like Tennessee and Georgia, right? Of course, and Clemson's into the, you know, a little bit like Alabama, a little bit like Ohio State. You know, I've had people say, what's wrong with Ohio State this year? And I'm thinking, what's wrong with Ohio State? You know, you, and that's happened to us several times where yeah, 
you know, you just kind of start to feel it. Like, what do you mean? What's wrong? We're undefeated. We just went into a 110,000 seat stadium and won and against a good team. So uh, I'm sure they're feeling the same thing. Clemson, you know, why don't they have the Heisman trophy winning quarterback? But once in a while, you know, they don't and they're winning. Uh, the guy knows how to win. I'm talking about Davos Sweeney, the program. So they're, I got a feeling they'll be standing at the end like uh, Ohio State. Hey, college football uh, playoff committee might actually actually have to earn their money this or their hors d'oeuvres this year. What do you think? It is pretty funny for you, though, right now. You and I talking about who is in, who's out, who deserves to be there. You remember back when you were a head coach. That's the last thing on your mind uh, the first week of November, right? It is. You have so much to worry about, but you'd also be not telling the truth if you didn't look at it. You know, the first time I think we were 16th in the country when we won the national title because we had that early loss. You know, and I, I look back at 15 and it still tears me up because that that team should have won it all. Yeah. And, you know, you see these other teams get chances with one loss. We get, we lost in a rainstorm to uh, Michigan State. And, uh, you know, that, that one, I disagreed with the committee on that one, but once again, they didn't ask my opinion. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought that was your best – team I may you know you may you may disagree with me I thought that was your best team at Ohio State with <clears throat> with everybody involved I mean what a cavalcade of first round draft picks came out of that group hey uh, uh you know and I use this I'm not going to use the bad word but who got kind of messed over in this one uh, and we talked about it a little bit earlier but did TCU at at seven behind one loss Alabama did it get kind of messed over in this situation in the first uh, ratings? I mean, the thing about it, you you can argue about how good or bad they are, but they've beaten ranked opponents like four out of the last five weeks, et cetera. You know, Alabama sh should have gotten beat by Texas, could have gotten beat by Texas A&M and did get beat by Tennessee. They were kind of like teetering on the edge until they finally fell off. And I know the SEC and stuff. So what what is your take on that Alabama-TCU debate? Yeah, that was one along with the Wolverines I thought should have been in the top four. But uh, that was one you, you know, you watch the film, which I understand the committee does. TCU, yeah. I think it's their defense that's keeping them from being, you know, because the defense isn't, it isn't very good. They got to get a lot better and don't have much time to get better. Uh, so if they were better on defense, I don't think would have been close. I think they would have been higher. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tennessee, Georgia. Did you have this written down in a little notebook in August that this was going to be the showdown game? I know you didn't. I didn't either. <laughs> that was a rhetorical question. But, uh, wow. I mean, uh, you know, one versus three according to college football playoff rankings. But you're impressed with Tennessee. I know that for a fact. I'm blown away. How did that happen so fast? Because uh, they, they were they, – they'd been a uh, uh, last half of the Big Ten – or the – SEC for a while now. I mean, we, I have experience with Tennessee. Tennessee is not a good place. It's a great place. The stadium, the fan base, yeah, uh, incredible program that it was. And then it, it fell off the planet for <clears throat> at least a decade. And then, then the, they were in the news for all the wrong reasons with all the cheating. And, and it was cheating. When I started reading, I can't, you know, I, I couldn't believe all the things that they were doing. And here this coach comes in and flips the switch and, and they are, Tim, they're not good. They're that's a great team. They're my number one team. And the and and uh, the offense. The I'm really impressed with their offense line. Their their skill, and think who they play. That's that they're they're pushing around 
the SEC right now on their offensive line and that quarterback and skill is pushing around the SEC right now. Yeah, that was an impressive win Saturday over Kentucky. I mean, even if it was played in the Tennessee governor's mansion, that would have been an impressive win. Uh, I want to ask you this, though, Urban. You did this. You did this at Florida. Uh, you stepped up in the first couple of three years uh, and won a national championship, then won another one. You did it at Ohio State your third year, third season at Ohio State. You stepped up and y'all won a national championship. Jim Trussell did it in his second year at Ohio State. What what does flip sometimes in a program? I mean, you, you've you been part and parcel to a couple of those. It's locker room. It's uh, Bill Belichick, but I always say it best. It's, you know, it's not, you know, the head coach gets far too much credit, but you get the Rabel Brewski. Uh, Tom Brady and Willie McGinnis. I get the JT Barrett, you know, the uh, Curtis Grant, the Jeff Hireman, the Joey Bosa. Uh, Joey Bosa. The, and I'm not just talking about the great players. I'm talking yeah. about oh, the refuse yeah. to lose mentality that football is a tough, nasty, hard, you know, it's championships are, you know, I made this comment. It's actually miserable. It's, it's to get to that level now, the, Rewards are over the top, and you start winning, it doesn't become as miserable. But your attention to detail and you you show up every day, it, it's the discipline required to do that. So when a program flips a switch, and I haven't studied <clears throat> Tennessee, I haven't li really listened to the coach speak, but it's got to be incredible leadership within that locker room. Yeah, he's kind of – yeah, he's mentioned that. Josh Eiffel, I mean, you know, he did it. He did the same thing at UCF, and nobody paid that much attention, you know. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> when you get on the big stage, you know, what do you do on the big stage? When, when you go from Peoria to Broadway, you know what I mean? I think he's on Broadway right now. Uh, he's leading a parade. Um, I wrote earlier this week, and this is, I rarely ever put myself into stories where, you know, here's Tim May, Mr. Expert, saying this. Saturday, JT Tui Molowal, that was the greatest performance single game performance by a defensive player I've ever witnessed. I've been covering football since like uh, 19, what, 73. Uh, when I first started at the Lufkin News in Lufkin, Texas, I'm talking about as a sports writer with some quote credibility in quote, but I've been covering Ohio State since 1984, been around the NFL, covered the NFL. I'm talking about in one game, that was as great a game by a defender as I ever remember. Uh, strip sack a uh, tipped pass to uh to his teammate uh, uh Zach Harrison and then two interceptions he I think he's second on the team now in interceptions after one game one of which he took back to the house you were there what did you think of JT Tuimolowal Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, that's the greatest performance and, and start checking a box on Chase Young, Joe Bosa, Nick Bosa, Sam yeah. Hubbard, Tyquan Lewis, you know, the defensive ends that rolled through Ohio State were Mike Vrabel. You know, yeah, Will Smith. Great. Yeah. Yeah, that's a strong performance at any position I've ever seen. And I was there. And once again, it's at State College. It's against a six year quarterback. It's against a good team. And 
you know, you add those things up, it's I don't think it's even close. That's the greatest performance on defense I've ever seen. Is it cool? I I I just got chill, chill chill bumps reading or not reading. I was reciting that off to you. Is it cool when a when a guy when the the switch flips all the way for a player? This guy was a five star prospect coming out of Washington, state of Washington. Uh Late to sign to the class, so he didn't get the Mickey Marotti. He didn't get to go through the Mickey Marotti uh, car wash. You know, he didn't show up at Ohio State till July of last year. And so the first year, you're waiting for him to do something spectacular, and he played well as a freshman. But, you know, you can see where Mickey Marotti's had an influence now, where Larry Johnson has had a big influence, right? I mean, you can you can literally see it, can't you? You can, and you can see, you know, I'm very biased towards the Polynesian culture and the you know, I don't know this player, but I know people around him very well. And, yeah. Uh, wonderful guy. Uh, you know, just a skill set that's very hard to find now. I mean, very hard to find ever. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, when you see a player that comes that far away from home, is all about the right stuff, has a great family, and performs like that, and everything, you know, everything kind of went his way, too. I mean, he, he had to make the plays, but he was, a, you know, they, they put him in a position, Penn State I'm talking about, to do that. Yeah, I agree 100. percent I mean, but uh, Sean Clifford <clears throat> will remember JT Tuimolawile for the rest of his life. Uh, real quick, before we get to your checkmate moment of the of the week, uh, I, I like I said, I've been around football for a long time. I watch you. You know, you know that we watch you coaches as much as we watch the players. It looked like Ryan Day had about a 50 pound sack lifted off his shoulders Saturday, leaving that game. I mean, they were behind at halftime. Uh, he decided not to kick a field goal when they first got down there near the goal line with six seconds left in the half, and then they blew it. You know, the chance to go into the at least locker room leading after that ridiculous first half. And then the second half, this team just ex exploded, for want of another term, on, to, uh, on Penn State and took that 44-31 win. It's funny how people <clears throat> were discounting a 44-31 win at Penn State, you know where I'm going with that. But uh, you coaches, man, there are these games that when you come out of them, you, you do feel lighter, don't you? You do. And and, and I was, I've was i talked to Ryan, obviously, quite a bit. And, you know, that's their first real road game other than Ann Arbor that they've had. Yeah. You know, they have, you know, we had the COVID year, so you went to Penn State. There was no one in the stadium. Oregon got canceled. Um, you did have the rivalry game, and we lost it. So. Yeah. It was that was the first real, real road win that we've had. You know, Wisconsin's a tough place, but Wisconsin's not the same Wisconsin, and we haven't been there. You know, Iowa is we experienced that. That's yeah. Uh, but Iowa's offense is so bad right now. So you're, you know, they're going to Northwestern, and you know, so I think there is in Ryan Day's mind and Coach Morati's mind, how will the team respond on the road? Because that is a I know it wasn't the whiteout, but I was there. That was a tough environment. And, you know, he made a real coaching decision, a strategic decision. We're down by nine points, or we're down by, uh, I want to say two points. Yeah, two points. And nine minutes left, and he goes to hurry up offense. You know, we were very stagnant on offense, and he flipped the switch. They went no huddle. Three plays later, we scored. Yeah, yeah. I, as I tweeted, <coughs> uh, it's funny how easy Ohio State can make it look sometimes, isn't it, Irvin? I mean, yeah. it literally is. And and then everybody goes, you know, you spoil, you can spoil people extremely easy in this, as you know, in our current uh, uh, state of affairs. And it's, it, why does it become so easy sometimes, Irvin? 
Oh, you just uh, the skill set that we have right now at Ohio State is, I'm sure, you know, go back to John Cooper, Jim Trussell, myself. And I think all of us would say that, that this is something that I've really never seen. Yeah. A collection of, and we won three national titles. You know, Ohio, Florida, my O O A team was similar to this. I'd like to think the 14 team was similar to this. But when you start looking at the, the first rounders and especially the offensive skill, I, I don't know if I've seen anything collection of uh, athletes like that. And our, our best one's not playing yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take pick in an account. Jackson Smith and Jake, but will he ever play again at Ohio State? I guess we're going to find out. Hey, let's get to the checkmate moment. Uh, in my opinion, the one that stood out to me from Saturday as I perused things was uh, getting back to TCU. They're on the road. They're at West Virginia. There's uh, uh, They've just thrown an interception on like sort of a – not a Hail Mary, but a fade route uh, earlier uh, in this fourth quarter. Now there's uh, how many seconds left? 26 seconds left. They're leading 34 to 31. It's fourth and one at the West Virginia 28. And Max Dugan throws deep down the right sideline, play action deep down the right sideline. Kid goes up, makes what, what we used to refer to as an alley-oop catch and falls into the end zone for the really the clinching touchdown. You know, I think the thought is there, even if it's – incomplete or intercepted it's like a punt to the corner you know whatever but that's still you're putting the ball up for grabs you know with clinging to a three-point lead was that a checkpoint checkmate moment or was it just standard everyday football in this age no it was checkmate and that's probably one of those things don't do that don't great throw great throw you know don't do that on fourth down, you know, you got to get the first down, but you know, I've been in that situation when you have a veteran quarterback, when you have a guy that, you know, bleeds the way that uh, Max Dugan does. Um, I've done some research. We actually recruited him. I know people on the staff and they say just his skill set uh, is good. His mindset is great. Yeah. And that's, one of the, that's why you did that. Hey, last thing before we go, speaking of Max Dugan, speaking of CJ Stroud, speaking of Hendon Hooker, at Tennessee, uh, especially C.J. Stroud and Hendon Hooker, this this Heisman Trophy race is just getting started, isn't it? Yeah, I, I'm going to throw another name out there that I think is the best player in college football, Marvin Harrison Jr. Wow. wow. And I'm, not, I'm not sure he can win it because the stats and just the uh, position that he's in, and you know he's loaded with so many other great players around him. But the best player in college football is Marvin Harrison Jr. Wow. Dude, I'm telling you, uh, third and 10, and this is critical moment in, in this game on, on Saturday, for early fourth quarter. Ohio State goes for it, obviously, but they put trips left, basically put a bunch of formation left. Marvin Harrison Jr., all by himself to the right, he runs a slant. Two things happened there. A great player ran a slant, and a great player threw him a strike. Uh, speaking of checkmate moments, that was – it still gives me chills thinking about, I mean, just how well executed that play was. And then, of course, then he hits a Mecca Egbuka for uh, down a big a big gain down the down the field and then a, a little sweep left by uh, Travion Henderson and suddenly Ohio State's in command. But, but yes, those those are those are moments that have to be appreciated, don't they? Third and ten. And, Go ahead. And, and you look at his skill set. Someone told me this on PFF. He's not dropped the ball. No. And he's big, he's fast, he's uh, such a competitor. He's one of those guys that can run forever. He doesn't take himself out of the game because that position, you're, you're, all you're doing is running. So uh, he is the 
you know, and I, I've watched it all because uh, I want to make sure before I make a statement like that, he's the best player in college football. And I wow. think he's going to be a NFL, you know, it's amazing. Another year left. Yeah. I'll tell you what's amazing is to be the son of a guy who's already, already in the Hall of Fame and have the work ethic he has. I mean, you can't hardly go in the Woody Hayes Athletic Center and not hear ka-thunk, ka-thunk. And that's that jugs machine throwing him and Emeka Egbuka and others, but especially Marvin Harrison Jr. passes. He never quits catching balls, right? He, it's such a great when you have a guy like that, because we had Terry McLaurin in Paris. Those guys were like that. Yeah. It just sets the standard for the room. Can you imagine having a great player that doesn't work like that? Yeah. Because some young guys going to say, well, I don't Now they're all, this will go on for years. You know what the Hartline's done, Brent Hartline's done with the receiver position, but it's also, I mean, it, don't devalue what Marvin Harris is doing for the future of Ohio State because he is now the, the prototype. You have to work like he does. And I'm sure Ryan Day is going to use it and Hartline's going to use it, all positions. And he's he's that good. Man. He's fun to watch. Ladies and gentlemen, another edition of Urban's Take is in the books. Urban, until next week, uh, I'll see you then. Okay, my man? Thanks, brother. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.